Welcome to the Unbecoming Podcast, where you can join me, Stephanie Baranowski, in an authentic, personal perspective of my expat journey and my many travel adventures. Grab a beverage of your choice, set yourself up in a cozy environment, and be prepared to be inspired. Each episode, I open up my personal narrative of what it's like to unbecome everything you once were in order to become everything you were meant to be. Let's dive in, head first, eyes closed, and a strong cup of tea. January 21st, 2023. I was going on a date with a man I had met at work, and I have to say, I was quite smitten by him. I had met him just uh, over a week and a half prior, maybe a week, at work. He had been working at um, my work at Selfridge's for three months, and I never ran into him. Selfridges is so huge, though. So when you work at Selfridges, chances of you becoming close with anybody, unless it's within your store proximity, is kind of not really a reality, just because people are always coming and going as far as staff goes, and half the time you don't know if they're staff or not unless you see them upstairs in the staff area. But even then, when I was taking my breaks from work because it was hard work, you're working with people all the time, I'd go and take my breaks in the staff loft area. And, you know, I was kind of in my own world. And so I wasn't really paying attention to who was around me, you know, what people were really doing. But this man had been working at Selfridges for three months and I had never run into him. So I had gone on break and I had put hot chocolate in my cup because I was trying to minimize how much coffee I was drinking because I drink coffee like it's water sometimes. I'm like, I just put some hot chocolate in my cup and uh, I'll just get water and save myself some money. So I noticed this man dressed in a suit behind the bar east area, man I've never seen in my entire life before. And I'm like, okay, well, I hand him my cup of co- my cup of hot chocolate, and I'm like, I can can you just fill this up with hot water for my hot chocolate, please? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then he starts talking to me and starts asking me where my accent is from, and he has a very thick accent, um, and and I have a very different one, obviously, than his or anybody else around me. And I said, oh, I'm from Canada. We start talking about Canada and how he had been to Canada once before, and we kind of related on that topic, and he started talking to me more and more, and then all of a sudden, he hands me his phone. This man I'd never met before, who's just started talking to me, hands me his phone for me to input my Instagram in, and walks away to go help somebody else, and so I was a little intrigued. I'm like, this man who doesn't know me, I don't know him hands me his phone he feels safe enough to hand me his phone for me to input my social media um, and then comes back and I was like this man is very intriguing (laughs) he just completely trusted me a complete stranger to just hold on to his phone for him so I gave him my Instagram I, I say okay I need to go back to work I walk away two minutes later after I walk away this man is sending me a message saying here this is my phone number. You can message me on WhatsApp. 
So we're messaging back and forth on WhatsApp. We're getting to know each other over the next week. And he, you know, arranges a date with me. I was really excited to go on this date because this man had actually seemed like he was a a good person and like he really was interested in me. So I thought, okay, this is your chance. Get all pretty, get to know somebody, you know, take your time getting to know this person and see where it goes. Because, well, really, I'd been alone for a while and, you know, a person that I thought was going to be a legitimate option, you know, ended up not being a legitimate option. So why not? So I get all ready. I'm excited. I work all day and I get all ready for this date. My hair is done. My makeup is done. My outfit's on point. I am ready to go. I go meet up with him and I really liked this guy. I liked his persona, and it was really nice to see him not wearing a suit. He was just in casual clothing, and he almost looked even more attractive just wearing casual clothing. I don't know how to explain it. There was a little bit of edge to him, but still very proper and still very masculine and allowed me to be in my feminine. He was focused on me. But he also wasn't overly focused where he was pushing anything on me. And he totally respected my boundaries around not drinking alcohol. And we just had a really good time talking and getting to know each other. And it was like we understood each other on this whole other level. He was from South Africa. I was from Canada. But for whatever reason... There was so much connection between us, the way we grew up, the values that we had, everything seemed to match up in place. We were getting each other. And I hadn't even felt this with even people from back at home in my home city. And I was feeling this from a complete stranger who lived in a completely different country than I did and grew up in a different country than I did. But for whatever reason, we held the same values, we wanted the same things in life, we appreciated the same things in life, we had similar upbringings, similar backgrounds, and I'm like, who is this person? He's sitting in front of me, and all I could think in my mind was, I just want to get closer to you. I, it's scary how connected I felt to this person, this complete stranger who I had met in a different country who's from a different part of the world, somehow we found this connection. This We were on the same wavelength. The conversation was flowing. The conversation was flowing. But for me, I hadn't been out in a very long time. I kept myself very low-key. I was very routined in the sense that I went to bed early every night. And so for me, being out late at night was a big thing. And so I started to get tired because, well, I wasn't used to A, socializing in such a deep way for such a long time, but also I wasn't used to staying up late. So I was really tired by the end of the night. And I, I don't even think I was making sense. The poor guy thought I was like losing my mind or either that or not interested anymore. <laughs> but I was really just tired at the end of the day. So he walks me to the train station. We take the train together 
until we get to my stop. And um, we get off the train. He waits for me to get on my second train. He stands there and we're just sitting, we're standing there talking and he's cuddling me. And I could tell that he really wanted to kiss me. But in my mind, I'm like, am I ready for that? Am I ready to kiss this person or do I need to sit back and allow myself to observe and to reflect on this date, this evening? Because I don't want to get myself too caught up and ahead of myself and get, you know, my emotions get in the way and let my hormones lead the relationship because that amber works out right. I need to sit back and think, is this hormones or is this a legitimate connection so my train comes and I could tell he's looking at me he wants to kiss me I let him kiss my cheek I was not ready and I needed to honor myself I was not ready to kiss him so I turned my cheek and I got on the train and I went home and as I'm on the train and I'm going home I'm thinking to myself We want the same things. He kept saying how he would love to, you know, retire or spend the rest of his life in a nice place like going back to Spain or something by the water, something calming. And that, uh, you know, the way he grew up, there were certain things that he wanted or that he missed about those things. And I... The more he talked about it, the more I was like, yeah, that, those are things that I want as well. And I sat and I thought about it and I'm like, this man who entered my life unpredictably, there's no way I could have predicted that this man was going to walk into my life. So he walks into my life and he completely takes me away and turns me upside down and I'm feeling all these things inside and I'm like, I just want to see him again. I need to see him again because I need to know if this is real. And I need to see him again because the connection was just so strong. So I get home and he checks in with me just to make sure I got home, which was so, so sweet. And We started having more conversations with each other over the days to come and we set up a second date and it was a Saturday, Saturday night and he had messaged me saying he really wanted to see me before we got together on that second date. And so I said, yeah, sure. What did you want to do? Totally up to you. I would love to see you again. Sunday rolls around. He doesn't say anything. Monday comes around, all day he doesn't say anything. So I strike up a conversation. And, you know, I'm trying to get to the bottom of things. And he decides he's going to cancel the second date. Okay, maybe there wasn't as much of a connection as I thought. But he's still on my social media, so I let it be. And then months later, we start connecting again. When we reconnected and I saw this guy in person again, 
I meant my intentions were, well, you know, I'll see him as a person in person as just, you know, a friend. The sparks were flying and I wasn't anticipating it again. And this time I thought to myself, this isn't just coincidence. This isn't just a one-time thing. This is connection. And when you're truly connected to somebody, that doesn't go away. And I sat and I reflected on some of my past relationships and how those connections are still very much alive. And sometimes people enter into our lives to, as soulmates in a way to teach us something, um, to maybe teach us that connection is still alive, to teach us and to mirror for us certain things we need to see in ourselves in order to grow and to evolve as people and to confront the really, really hard things that you know we're too afraid to see or confront until somebody shows it to us. And so I thought to myself, maybe I was a mirror for him in some ways. Maybe he was a mirror for me in some ways. And is that, I'm sure you're wondering, is that relationship fully finished? No, he's still in my way in one capacity or another. He's not fully gone. Um, but it was a significant time in my London adventure to meet this person. I, I needed to meet this man. I needed to meet this person and I needed to meet him for several reasons. One, I needed to meet him to reignite the thought process in my mind that connection does very much still exist. And I also needed to reignite, um, that, you know, there are people in life that you're going to come across and you're going to be completely caught off guard, but in a good way to meet them. And we can't always plan or meet people how we want to. And we can't always plan out, you know, how we're going to fall in love, when we're going to fall in love, what that's going to look like, and, and who that person is going to be. We can't predict that. We can't go on a dating app and swipe left or right on that. We can't, you know, outline our perfect person and expect ourselves to fall in love. We fall in love when we're meant to fall in love. And you can't manipulate that. It just happens. And you can't even manipulate how the relationship unfolds. You have to just be yourself and allow what comes to come and allow what goes to go. And... If that relationship is meant to be, both people will stay committed to it and want to make it work and keep the connection alive. So that was a huge component in my London adventure. And it really, really got me thinking as well about, you know, who I want to be in love and what type of person I want to be in my love relationship. And, you know, the type of person I don't want to be and, and who I don't want to be is that person that is, um, you know, pushing back or push, puts up boundaries or 
not boundaries, but boundaries are necessary, but walls and closes myself off to it. It completely caught me off guard and I was completely closed off for a lot of reasons. And then I all of a sudden met this person and all of a sudden I was just open to it and open to whatever was to come with that situation. No expectations. Well, maybe there was some. (laughs) But I was definitely open to whatever was coming from that relationship. And it turned into something really beautiful. Was there ups and downs in it, of course, but there's something beautiful that came from it. And I think that the moment we try and control relationships, control people, control outcomes, is the moment we get that pushback. That's the moment where we become our own worst enemy. And we allow ourselves to create more suffering in our lives. But when we allow things to just flow and be, without overanalyzing, without overcomplicating, and just allowing that person to be and allow them to open up at their own pace and vice versa, something really beautiful happens and a connection is made. And when you try and understand that person on the other side, rather than trying to control them, something really beautiful happens and you create space for that person to be exactly who they are. And you create that space for them to be vulnerable, to be able to create a deeper connection. So that was a whole lesson on on connection, but not just in love, but realizing that connection was the one thing I was also missing in London. Yes, I had surface friendships, but I really needed that connection that to me realizing and meeting this person and then reconnecting with them it really made me reevaluate what's important in life and going on this adventure and being in these you know amazing places in the world is something that only the 1% in the world get to experience and I I feel very grateful that I get to be that 1% But on the other end of it, connection is so important for our human experience. And it is one of the fundamental needs of being human is connection. Babies, when they are born, if they don't feel that connection, that touch, they end up dying. There's been studies that have proven, you know, babies in orphanages that don't get touched, that don't get picked up. Um, end up dying. And that's a human need is to feel connected, to feel uh, touched, to feel love. And so when I encountered that, when I was in London, I realized, oh my goodness, this is what I was missing for the first six to seven months of living in London. I didn't have this connection. This is what I was missing and this is what I needed. So when I got that from him, it was like, oh my goodness, I need this. But I couldn't just have it just from him. I needed to, it was like he re, he made me reevaluate what I needed in life and how I needed it. And it made me realize that I needed to go back home to feel connection back at home again. Not that I didn't want that connection with him. I still wanted that connection with him. I still do want that connection with him. But it made me realize 
this is something that's been missing while I've been in London, while I've been away for so long. I missed my dog, I missed my family, I missed my friends, and I missed, you know, feeling that love and connection that I I definitely had long distance. I had my friends and my family reaching out to me all the time, but it was different. It was very, very different. And did I want to be with this person? Yes, I wanted to be with him. Um, did I need to go home for a little bit? I did need to go home for a little bit to reground, to recenter. And we always come face to face with people in our lives to mirror exactly what we need, to show us what we need to learn, and to grow us. And when you meet that person that you fall in love with that's unexpected and then become that mirror, sometimes it can be really, really hard to be open to that experience. And maybe you might feel a little bit of pushback towards it. But when you're open to it, that's when you can develop a deeper connection with that person and a deeper connection with yourself, which then allows you to create the change necessary to grow and to become a better version of yourself in order to become a better version of yourself for your relationship, which is so, so necessary. We can't just have relationships and and expect ourselves to have a consistent, open, loving relationship if we don't allow ourselves to be open to grow and to seeing what we need to see to be a better version, to be a better person of ourselves for our relationship and for our partner. So deeper relationship issues, deeper relationship topics on this, this episode. Um, but I really wanted to share this loving story, this romantic, romantic story with you guys because well I don't really share my romantic life very often with very many people openly but this was a story I felt like I needed to share because I think there was a really big lesson in it um and when I when I think about you know his side of the story and why he made the choices that he did in pulling back I realized too that maybe I was a mirror to him and that maybe I was showing him things about himself he needed to change and he needed to grow in in order to be a better person for myself and for our relationship. And, you know, sometimes taking space and coming back is necessary in relationships to continue to grow with each other, taking space, coming back, taking space, coming back in order to grow within ourselves so that we can grow with our partner. So sometimes people in relationships think that space could be a bad thing. You know, I'm not always talking with him. I'm not always connected. Why Why did he or she decide that they were going to stop talking to me all of a sudden? Or, you know, they've become too busy. And I think we get so fixated on that that we don't realize that, wait a second, this, this person all, also has their own goals and their own things that they need to work on with themselves. And to be the best partner means to be supportive of that journey of themselves, but also together as a partnership. So... That was a huge, huge lesson in love that I had to learn, and I'm glad that I met that person, and I'm glad that I learned that that those um, lessons that I did. As you move into the week ahead, maybe you can reflect on some of your own relationships that you've had, whether in the past or your current relationship now, and how that relationship has grown you. And what are some lessons that you learned in that relationship or those relationships that have grown you? And, 
you know, was that person a mirror for you or is that person a mirror for me, for you? And, and how do you deal with the challenge of, of seeing that person being that mirror for you and showing you some of the things that you need to grow in? So just some things to take into your week ahead. As always, I love, love making these podcast episodes. It's the highlight of my week to create them. And I love sharing my stories and I love sharing um, my lessons learned and my growth with everybody. And hopefully you find some things to resonate with along my episodes that I create. Um, But until next time, uh, feel free to DM me. Um, reach out to me, connect with me if you need to, if you want to. Otherwise, um, we'll talk next week. Have a great weekend. Thank you.